listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello and welcome to UX Podcast episode 26. And today, me, James Royal Lawson and... Me, Per Axboom. Are broadcasting... Kind of live from Conversion Jam 2 in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, it's a, what's the conference about, Pai? I guess it's about conversion. No, <laughs> no yeah. not jam. Yeah. Actually, I came here. I mean, probably for those of, you know, jars of lovely fruit, but oh well. <laughs> and we got some uh, international speakers and we got um, some Swedish speakers. And it's all about uh, everything from lead generation to actually form uh, conversion, optimizing your forms, um, Neuropsychology is something that's yeah. been brought up by Craig, Already, our, yeah. our keynote speaker today, who's actually standing here with us. Craig Sullivan, who we actually interviewed earlier, I episode think in, 11. Yep. Ah, I was. You did your research. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Hi, Craig. So how did that feel? Excellent keynote, by the way. Thank you so much for that. Thank Entertaining. you. Uh, you can tell I love doing this stuff. It's yeah. not it's not a job, really. It's like yeah. it's the reason it's the reason for being, basically. It is, you isn't know, it? that's what yeah. my boss says, anyway. It's good fun. I, mm. uh, I enjoy sharing this stuff as well. Mm. It's a payback for mm. all the effort that people put into me at the start mm. of my career. Uh, I want to try and pay it forward and give it back. You yeah. know, give people the tools that I've used, and and you know, even if one or two people from today go back to their office and do something different, I'll be a very very happy man. Exactly. Mm. And is your experience that people actually do something different? Because something that strikes me a lot listening to you talk, and because I'm a big fan of web forms as well, uh, some of the things that you bring up, like phone numbers and formatting of phone numbers, which mm. can be done in vastly many different ways. And that postcode example, which is yeah. excellent. I love that postcode how example. Come, how come we've been talking about this for 10 years and people just don't get it? I think it's, uh, it's an organizational thing because you really need to have one team, a one-team approach to building products. Too often the marketing guys say, uh, that's the form, it's a black box where customers go in unless customers come out and the IT department runs that. So they leave that because it involves data validation and processing. They tend to leave it to the IT team. No, it's not an IT problem. It's actually a, a core business problem that you've got yeah. to optimize those forms. So really all these people need to be on a single team and seeing customers struggling with this stuff because you know if they can feel the pain then they can probably do something about it but you know nobody ever looks inside the black box to see how the black box works or where we're losing people so yeah i really hate bad forms design it loses people millions and millions of pounds on e-commerce sites every year yeah well you um, i mean you're the you're the head optimizing guy of belron but you said in your presentation that you don't really have any power to change things at belron <laughs> no but given the what you just said now about the, the the organizational problems how how do you succeed getting those results through Peer pressure works. Look at those guys. They're making yeah. more money than you because they did this thing. Mm, that works yeah. pretty well. But also uh, getting them involved and seeing customers struggling with stuff, you know. So we run remote usability tests now, which means that people from all around the company can drop in and watch one or more sessions when we're running tests. The more people that we invite there, mm. you know, when we used to invite them to the lab, we might get two or three people come from the company. When we run a remote test now, we might get 20 or 30 who watch 
production lesson. So oh, right. They're, they're the, much more willing to come when the customer's not there. Well, they, they can do this from their desk. So, uh, you know, we, the, uh, the moderator might be in London. The person we are testing will be in San Francisco. Mm. And then we might have 20 people all around the globe. Uh, right. We use a system called join.me to share the screen it. from the test. Yep. I've seen that. It works on the iPad as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also on uh, iPhone and mobile yeah. phones. So it's a really great way. If people are really busy, it means you're not asking them to take a day out to come mm. and view a usability test. Right. And they can watch this while they're also typing and doing other mm. work. So yeah. uh, what you're doing is, is the psychology of working in with people's work patterns to make it easier for them to actually see this stuff that you keep moaning about all the time, you know. Right. So, you, so in a way, you, you're constantly optimizing your yeah. optimizing buy-in work. <laughs> You've got to try and optimize organizationally as well. You yeah. know, if your message isn't getting across, you need to try and set it up so that more people explore and discover mm. the pain that people are going through. So the better that you can share the good stuff and the bad stuff, the more people that see it, the more your message is getting across. So yeah, we're kind of like internal consultants in that way, but we don't have power. I can't force them to make these changes, but what I can do is show them that inaction is costing them money. They need to do something, and you know the best focus to have is watching real people struggling with real problems. Yeah. So in your talk, you mentioned a, a few books to read, people to follow, and your presentation will be on SlideShare, and as soon as we get that link, we'll post it as well in our show notes. But for the people who weren't here today, what would be your main key message for them to start doing? main key message to start doing is actually start involving customers in your product design. User-centered design is the heart of... Uh, for me, a heart of my conversion optimization work, uh, anyone can go and run a test and just put mm. crap into the mm. test and they will get rubbish results out. You've got to have a, a direction to the test and the direction is given to you by your analytics data, by your insight of customers. The better the research program that you've got into what's inside the customer's heads, what, what their emotional states are, the goals they have, the problems they're having using your product, it will focus you on what you need to test and helps you create better hypotheses. All, all of these tests are just guesses. It's me thinking, hey, if we change that, then maybe we'll get more money or maybe we'll get less people drop out. And what you do is you put this stuff up and then you test it against people and you'll see what the result is. But if you don't have good inputs, you will get really bad outputs on testing. Mm. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. We're getting ready to uh, listen to Brian Clifton, he I think. Is. Yeah, he's coming up next. What the, the H should we use all this web data for? And I think you've had some... Uh, you actually yeah. Brian, hired yeah. Brian Brian, Brian, yeah. Brian actually trained my entire team at Belron in mm. web analytics. Mm. And he's a great trainer. He taught us some fantastic stuff. You know, uh, it, it's like a bar stool, this. You know, if you only have one leg, like testing, then the bar stool's going to fall over. So mm. you need, you know, your testing, your analytics... Uh, you know, the, the kind of organizational support in terms of user-centered design and your customer input, you know, and the more legs you have on, on this stool, the more solid it is going to be to take the weight of your, mm. your, your business strategy. So a stool, yeah. silo breaking with a stool, example. It is, isn't it? That's good. So let's hope we can get uh, Brian Clifton to talk with us in the break as well. We can try, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back, uh, well, publish this well, as soon as we can. Yeah, we're going to do three episodes, hopefully, yeah. today from the, um, from the conference. Yep. 
um, squ- trying to squeeze them into these half an hour bricks we've got dotted um, throughout the day, <laughs> which is going to be a challenge. <laughs> so we'll do some interviews during lunch, and uh, in the break after that, we'll probably publish a second one. Yeah. And we'll do one uh, end of day as well. Yeah. So keep your eye on um, UXpodcast.com for a few more episodes today. Yeah. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.